put my uh, do not disturb on. I don't want nobody calling me. Ain't nobody calling you, bro. You know, I'm, right, I'm right here. Ain't nobody calling you. <laughs> <laughs> Still you don't know that. <laughs> Yo, this is sick. This is crazy. Oh Good. I'm glad you like it. All right, everyone. Welcome oh, I can't to have this in my hand. No. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna click it. I know right. me. I'm gonna click, click it. Hundred percent. No pens for Matthew. No pens. One hundred. One hundred percent. I'll end up clicking. Arnold Technos too. I still want the pen, but like. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's, yeah there's, there's no there's no way I'm not gonna click that I'll be like <laughs> this anxious and shit yeah. good work out there I had Russell's Peters on here That's, that yeah. was our first guest yeah that's crazy yeah so we're really lucky we got that going and y'all then, got Trey Sanderson on here yeah Jeez. Sanderson yeah. right right we got lucky do you have a brother Any yeah, I got four I got four brothers the one of them named Omar yeah yeah I think I might know him Omar Sanderson this guy knows oh, everybody He's older than you, right? Yeah, he's like 30, 32, something like that. I, I, I'm like, ah, like I, I know one Omar. Omar from Scarborough, and it's like Omar Sanderson. Yeah, from back from back in like grade school days, it's possible. Ooh, I to... he's, he was a he was a lesbian you too, so you know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, Bendo? Hmm? Bendo? No, it was Malvern though. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe go to Malvern. Yeah. Close, close, good guest Omar. Because hey. I know it's Omar. I remember the last time. You know, sometimes you just know people by the first and last time, especially in grade yeah, school yeah. days. Yeah. It's Omar Sanderson. I was like, okay. Yeah. There's just some people that you could only call them by their full name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. have a first, they don't have a loss. It's just yeah, the yeah. whole name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Gents Talk series. We got a special guest with us today. This uh, j- fine gentleman here has uh, been in the culinary industry now for, for over 10 years. Yes, sir. And, uh, has been working in some of the top spots in the city at Hotel X, for example. Barrow yeah. is another one. Mm-hmm. And uh, more recently was awarded the top chef in Canada. Jeez. <laughs> top Trey Sanderson, nice. what's going on? It's a lot, man. You know, first black chef to win and, and push the envelope for, for for people that look like me. You know what I mean? I'm trying to inspire the youth now. The first one? Black chef. So, you know, <laughs> talk to me a little nice, but you know, I'm trying to stay humble, trying to, yeah. trying to stay grounded out here. Um, it's important, you know. My voice kind of matters to the next generation now. Like for me, I'm trying to be that advocate for for youth in the community that I grew up in, which was Scarborough. Like it's rough down there; it's not easy. Um, so for me, it's it's kind of uh, inspiration for 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 the youth. You know what I mean? How do you feel now, knowing that you've got that label? Like you're walking around, you're feeling nice. You're feeling yeah. the confidence in your step. I saw you when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, watch out! Canada's next top chef has just arrived. Yeah, you know, I feel great. I feel good. Um, but like I said, like Kobe said, man, the job's never finished. You know, I got to keep pushing and and you know, staying humble, but you know, staying hungry at the same time. It's a title that that I love and I'm representing hard right now. But hey, there's 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 plenty more to come. Plenty, plenty. Nice. So, yeah. walk us through this whole process. Firstly, how did you even get into the culinary space? I'm gonna have to say is it was a big inspiration for my mother and my grandma because they were always cooking like really, really good uh, Jamaican classics like oxtail, jerk chicken. You know, you got your rice and peas, you got your dumpling. You know what I mean? So, these are amazing dishes, like so flavorful. Anytime I ate this stuff, I'm like, damn, is there any more left? <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what kind of got me driving and, and, and really inspiring me to be the chef that I am today. Those flavors and those foods. When did you start cooking? <sighs> I don't remember. 
I'm gonna have to say like when I was like first year grade nine, like a like really diving into it, like really getting more serious and serious. Um, my younger years, I was a soccer soccer player and and I was on a soccer team and all that stuff, into sports and like music and all this, you know, kid stuff. But after a while, I just kind of got inspired to start doing something different and creative, which was cooking. Very cool. And was it something that the minute you started, you you just knew or it took a while before you got to a point where you started thinking I can do this professionally yeah like I, I think there was this one time where I made this dish it was like out of nothing like it was like canned sardines it was like rice I'm like yo this is fire canned sardines taste good <laughs> man like even like the um the corned beef and rice dish like that is in like every Jamaican's pantries that does that canned corned beef uh, with rice um that was like got me through some tough times like i would eat that like pff, four days a week <laughs> yeah. after school just like you know stirring up some nice corned beef with some corn and like you know onions and garlic and all that stuff and then throwing it on some rice it's slaps every time so that was kind of what you know that those that struggle meals got me to where i am and, and wanted to kind of pursue it more more heavily with with finer ingredients nice yeah. Yeah. i definitely like yeah, definitely had the corned beef and rice. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was like the definitely that was a big staple. Yeah. But how did how did it feel like? Because you weren't not a chef of of restaurant, right? Right now, yeah. That's that's the the unique story about my title as well. Like I'm not I have never been a, a chef to cuisine the head of the 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 pack. I've never been an executive chef, but I always love to cook. You know, on my days off, you find me in a local grocery store or market, you know, just, just working on my craft at home, mm-hmm. you know, while, while people are, you know, partying or stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm always working. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to inform myself and, and create things that nobody else is doing. So for me to win this on, on, on this level on nationwide, against some of these guys that have been cooking their whole life, they have mentors, they have people who they look up to, you know, I never really had that. I never had that father figure. I never had that chef that was under I was under his wing. You know, I kind of did this, I would say, you know, solo, but I had a support system behind me that were rooting for me in in my corner. So, you know, I'm very humble and very happy at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I saw I saw that when you went because it must feel so good because like knowing that because that means you also have so much more to grow. Exactly. Right. So much more to go. And it's a, I saw when you won. Like when when was it? Like when was it aired? Yeah, like well, not when it was aired. Like when was it filmed? Uh, it was filmed and it's been so long. It feels yeah. like it's been so long ago, but I. It's <laughs> this like, year or last year? No, it was June going into July. Okay, so uh, about a month. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you had to hold on to that news for some time. <sighs> some for some time. You, <laughs> yeah. People didn't know that they were standing right beside. Yeah. Season ten winner. <laughs> they didn't know that for a very how long that, time. How'd that feel like? How did you even hold all that in? Like that's gotta be. You, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just try to stick with the NDA and just kind of yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's why because you had to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Because I had to. So that's good though, man. Okay, so I'll get, hold on. I want to do something yeah. here, Poncho. Can we? So we have the clip here where where you're announced as the winner. Yeah. Before we hit play for a moment, what's going through your head right now at this moment? They haven't said. They haven't announced yet. What are you thinking? And that very moment, do you even remember? I I do. Okay. I do. I really do. And at that very moment, I was like, "Whatever happens, happens." You know, I came this far. I came in as the underdog, 
And if I come up as come out as a runner up, I'm happy. You know, I'm not gonna close the door on this opportunity. I kind of sh- came here and just kind of showed what I'm about, who Trey was about. So whatever happened at this this very moment, I was like, I was content with. So I was nervous too as hell. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> did I win or not? Like you know what I'm saying? Like shit. <laughs> okay, I gotta know before we hit play. Still, my bad. Can we cuss on this? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay my yeah. bad. <laughs> Which part do you want to cut out? No, cuss. No, cuss, cuss. cuss yeah. Okay, I heard yeah. we cut out. Yeah, like, no, my bad. Want, yeah, no, no, you can cuss. You're, you're good. Okay. Um, When they put it on television, they dramatize it a little mm-hmm. more, obviously. They draw it out. Yeah. Was it, did it just happen really quickly or did they actually make you wait? <laughs> Yo, I was standing there for a good, see, it. It was probably like a minute or two or so, but it felt like it was an hour. I was standing there for yeah. hours, you know what I mean? Because I was so nervous. I had so much butterflies. I felt like I was about to faint. But, you know, as soon as they said my name, as you could see, well, when they play, you could see my emotion and how <laughs> I felt. A lot of flashbacks, a lot of just like realization of where I've come from. You know, I've, I haven't come from a lot. You know what I mean? I'm I'm like, you know, in Scarborough, like there's, it's not a nice area where I'm from, so... For me to be on this platform and to be the first black chef to win, iconic. It's huge. like it's so huge, huge, you know, it's so huge. Um and, and I I'm very excited for, for the future, you know? Amazing. Poncho. Yeah. Chefs, it was a spectacular finale to cap off an incredible tenth season of Top Chef Canada. But only one of you can be Top Chef. Trey, you are Canada's top chef. Oh! Wow! Let's go, baby, Canada chef! I started a competition with ten other chefs. I had the least experience. I literally won this whole thing. Like, who would ever think? Congrats, Trey. Thank you so much, man. It changed my life. <laughs> All of us can't wait to eat at your restaurant one day. It goes for you too, Desiree. Absolutely. Thank you. You both did such an amazing job. Thank you. I. Wow. What are y'all feeling about that? Actually, <laughs> that's I, I think that's crazy. I was my main like because I know you said the NDA, so you couldn't tell anybody. So like, uh, like, like, like the first person I told was my mom. You had to call and yeah, exactly. there okay. was a clip of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, she had to keep her mouth shut too. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm getting called from so. Oh, you what? I'm like, yeah. how that how that really like <laughs> feel like once it like you sat down like the next when you woke up the next day like how did you feel? It didn't sink in for a while. Yeah. It really didn't. At that at that very moment when it f- finally hit nationwide that I was Canada's top chef, that's when it really sunk in for me because nobody knew, right? So now that everybody knows who Trey Sanderson is and he is the current top chef, it's it's kind of sinking in, and you know I'm feeling like a little bit of a champ right now. You know, yeah, you should feel like a yeah. champ. So how does that? You said in the clip that that change that's going to change your life. How does that change your life? Just being the first, the first black chef to win, and and for my goals right now is to kind of to be that leader and inspire. You know what I mean? Like that's 
for me, like not the title, the, the money and all that jazz don't mean anything to me. To be the first to ever do that, that's crazy. It's a big accomplishment. That's a big. That's a really big accomplishment. It's a big responsibility. Mm -hmm. Very big. Very big. So um, it's important for me to move correct out here and and and, and really uh, hear pe hear make people like make like you know what I mean. Really, um, you know make people look at me and say hey yeah trey really led the way for us he was an inspiration the reason i'm cooking today is because of trey sanderson so that's that's what i kind of want to do and, and inspire people to do mm -hmm. do you want to yeah. open your own restaurant or i think that's small scale yeah you know small I, that, scale. Okay. that's okay. you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah Keep anybody going. wants to open it that was my first goal coming into this stuff like yeah i want a restaurant i want to do a fine dining you know, approach and all that fun jazz but I'm thinking bigger picture. And now that your top chef is like, okay, the restaurant's already there, so now what's next? You know, like, it's it's about, you know, like I said, connecting. Connecting with the school I went to. Connecting with, you know, the community that I grew up in. You know what I mean? It's, it's just more to cooking now, I think. You know, being a man with color, you already know there's not a lot of opportunity for us. We got to work twice as hard. We got to stay overtime for even us to get a pat on the back. So I think right now for me to kind of grow and really push um the conversations and the envelope a little bit and the boundaries on, on what i stand for that's incredible so yeah. what is what what does that look like in terms of pushing the envelope pushing the boundaries yeah i'm still <laughs> i'm still kind of figuring that out on, on, on what exactly where I'm, I'm trying to approach but for me just like obviously enjoying the moment right now but um in 2023 i'm really trying to you know do a lot do a lot with different chefs different people that are not even chefs you know just like speaking and and bringing people together and, and, and really, really striving for greatness here. It's pretty yeah. cool, man. What do you do to stay, you know, focused in that crowd when you mm -hmm. know you're like the huge underdog, you know, with all these chefs and you, you know, they're looking at you like, who's this kid? Like, he's not a chef. Not, not, no disrespect, but it's like, he's not a chef. He has no chance. And that's yeah. why everybody's watching and thinking that as good as you are, you're not the chef. Yeah. It's not crazy. It's crazy. And you still did it. Like, how, how do you keep your focus and not like let that get to you? You know, like, I think coming onto the set, um, and, and meeting all the chefs and all the all the contestants, yeah, I feel I really felt like I was like kind of the guy out of the side of the box, not the typical chef. Guy with braids, who's this kid? <laughs> Come on, you know what I mean? That's mm. the attitude I felt at the very beginning, like, and I had to prove myself each challenge. You know what I mean? It wasn't easy. It was it wasn't a walk in the park for me. I just came on the show very hungry, realizing that I didn't come from nothing. I ain't, I, I didn't been given this i haven't been given this opportunity you know they chose me for a reason because they see my drive they see my hunger you know what i mean so it was just kind of just staying hungry staying humble and just betting on myself at all times yeah. what is it about you mentioned a few times the the whole upbringing you know where you came from sort of being the reason behind your current like your ethos your personality mm -hmm. what was it about how you grew up or where you grew up that drives you today um i think honestly like my mother you know she came to canada when she was 18 she didn't come to canada for us to have a regular life you know for me she you know even though we didn't grow up in a, a major uh like you know area and a rich community she gave us that platform for us to grind for whatever we wanted in life so i just kept that mentality throughout my whole career you know, she's seeing me at my lowest, and now she's seeing me at my highest. So 
I'm just trying to keep pushing and really, really set a legacy for my name and, and for what, you know, my family put me on this earth for, you know what I mean? Because, you know, this this is not, this none of this stuff is easy. It's all grind, but, you know, hard work does pay off. So it was just kind of keeping that mentality that I didn't come from much and, and I really want to be something in this world. You know what what was that lowest? You've said it a few times now. I think losing jobs, um, you know, getting fired sometimes. You know, some chefs didn't feel like I was the right uh, fit for the team or whatever the case may be. My attitude, you know, I I was coming off hot and aggressive some and sometimes in my career, but that was passion. That was because I love and I, I cared so much, so it came off like it was aggressive. You know, a guy like me that has passion has attitude. But a white guy who has passion or has attitude has passion. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was just like kind of finding the right fit and, and where I uh, wanted to be and where I want, who I wanted to become. So it, it was a long 10 years. It was, it was a lot of ups and downs, a lot of smiles, a lot of tears, a lot of blood, a lot of sweat. But, you know, I, I, could, I could confidently say that I'm happy I, I've been through that those times because, you know, if it wasn't for those 10 years, then I probably wouldn't have been a top chef. I probably would have been back in school or something like that mm-hmm. or, you know, finding a passion somewhere else, you know. And a lot of the, um, throughout my career, I was, I was doubting myself. It's like, okay, I'm losing these jobs. You know, I'm not fitting in this in this restaurant scene. Then nobody's seeing my vision. Um, and then I at one point I just thought, like, you know what? I'm thinking about going back to school. I'm thinking about just, just forgetting about it. You know, throwing my knives away, giving them to somebody else and who who has a dream or a passion for cooking. I, I didn't want to do it at one point. But in the back of my mind, I said, I'm ready halfway there. So keep pushing. So I just kept driving and pushing and, and really inspiring and, and building myself up, up at one point and just kind of believing in myself that I could do it and, and, and be a top chef or, you know, advocate or, you know, somebody who somebody inspired you know, a lot of chefs inspired me to be who I am today. So I want to be that exact person, someone who could look up the tray and be like, I want to be like that chef. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's what kind of drove me and, and to what I am today. In the moments where you felt like it wasn't working, mm-hmm. you had those moments, you got let go from the job, you got fired from the job. Mm-hmm. How did you pick yourself back up and go, no, I'm going to give it another shot? I just kept going. You know, regardless of, you know, what people thought of me, that's none of my business. I'm just going to keep going. So, you know, love me or hate me. You know what I mean? So I love what I do, and, and I, I just felt like nobody could take that away from me. And no matter how much, you know, um, downs I have, I just know that I'll, I'll grow into a flower and, and, and blossom really high and, and be, be, be stand tall and, and who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever... Like it's passion. What do you do when you don't feel like cooking? When I like, do you like when you like? I know a lot of chefs that when they get home they don't feel like cooking, right? So like, let's say you there's an occasion you have you having people over, or you're, someone's coming over and you need to cook for them and you're just not really in that mood to mm-hmm. cook. Like, is there any things that you do to be like okay, let me get in the mood because mm-hmm. it's obviously a different dish when you're feeling it versus when you're not. You know, it's funny you say that. Like, a lot of my times on my days off, I'm trying to figure out a new dish. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out new ingredients, new new techniques, new flavors. Um, but whenever I'm not really feeling it, you could catch me on the ball court. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, check up. Yeah. Straight to ball, man. Yeah, straight to ball, man. Ball is, ball is, light. Ball is like 
my second love, I would say, just because yeah. I love the sport so much. But most of the times, like, yeah, just I'm trying to just figure out new things, new techniques, and stuff like that. And um, but when you're not, when I'm not in the kitchen, yeah, I'm cooking on yeah, the court. That's, that's your release. Just yeah. on the court, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check up. Yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> nice. Yeah, you can ball. I'm a hooper. I'm a shooter. Yeah. I'm pulling from half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hooper. So you've we've had a number of chefs on the on the series already, and a lot of them talked about you know the mental health element of being in the kitchen it's a very demanding yeah. long hours yeah. n- not a lot of pay in a lot of ways that's true that's true man that's what i'm <laughs> i don't recommend this industry you know if you don't okay. love it don't do it you know you're not going to make money you're, at the beginning you're not going to make money but you the money will come obviously but it's a lot of passion and drive and hunger hunger that you you know for me, it drives me. I love what I do. I love when seeing the reaction when somebody tries my food. That's what drives me. And the money, I don't really care about the money. The money will all come, will always come, um, regardless of what it is. So, yeah, I think it's just passion that, that keeps me going. So you think that this is an industry that's, like, if you're not fully invested in it, don't be in it? Yeah, like, you can't just be a chef and then a... a um, like I can't, it can't, can't be. Like, be I'm a, just gonna try it. Yeah, you can't be a <laughs> chef and then at night and then in the morning time you're doing something else. Like you right. gotta, I feel like you gotta fully invest your time and your energy and 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 your 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 everything. You know, like it's it's not an easy craft to learn. Like this, I'm still learning to this day. Like I'm, you know, learning never stops in this industry. So it's very important to kind of invest in yourself and keep yourself, you know current and, and and techniques and and approaches you know what i mean so that's what kind of keeps me going and and um and all that so. were there lessons that you've like is there a lesson that you took away from being on the show like whether it was just from your interactions with those other top chefs who were there like the judges mm-hmm. was there anything that stood out to you that taught you something that now you apply when you're doing your craft yeah the the biggest thing was kind of trust my gut trust my instinct because you know what i mean like there's some if you know you watch the show on stack tv there's <laughs> <laughs> there's some um you know challenges where i struggled but i trusted that this was going to be good enough and i trusted that you know the judges will well was gonna like what i put forward you know what i mean so i just trusted my instinct and my gut and and didn't doubt myself at one moment moment so just kind of those are the small things that i kind of helped me keep going and all that stuff if that answers the question yeah so it's crazy like what is like the the best restaurant you think you've worked no no not not even that my question is so you went on top chef and you're working before right yeah so you leave in the kitchen everybody knows you're going to top chef no no so only like Three people knew in that restaurant. How long? Because how long? How long is the the filming? Yeah. So I was gone for a full month. Okay. And people film, just thought you were gone. Mans Mans thought I was like, "Yo, where the heck is Trey?" Mans were texting me. I'm like, so "When you come back and you're back anything. to work now, like, how does how how does that feel to be like? like don't you be like, okay, man, like, okay, guys, I got like, I I got this now. <laughs> let let me take let, you know, let me take over. Like, don't watch out. Like, how does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Cause like no, cause these guys don't know at this point, right? So now they're like, you know, you're still going back and you're doing the same chirps. These guys are still like, you know, and it's just like, you, you know, right? And how and, how, and when, when they like, found out, and how did how did that how was that day when everybody found out? Like how was that at work too? 
<laughs> Y'all are pushing the conversation here. Um, how can I say this? <laughs> you know what? Like, you know, I, I have much respect for the you know the people and and the chefs. I'm running the spot that I came back to. Um, you know, mad love, whatever. But yeah, I felt good. You know, I, I you know, I, maybe it's an expectation or something like that. Um, to kind of you know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain this, <laughs> mm-hmm. because did you feel there was a change in the way you in the relationships with people around you? I think people are like, this guy really didn't want it. Like in the mind, they're like, how did this guy want it? Mm. You know what I mean? Like that. Like I feel doubters. Like, yeah, like that's the energy I'm getting off. Like, some you have a top chef in the building right now. <laughs> okay, so walk us through some of your your ambitions, like. You said the restaurant is just one phase, but what else do you actually want to do? Like, have you re- have you thought through any of that? Do you have any ideas in mind? Uh, yeah, for me right now, uh, it's just, just kind of um, working on some pop-ups um, with, like, you know, underground chefs who's, like, unrepresented in a way where they're, like, they don't have that spotlight that I have right now. Hmm. So for me, it's to work with chefs that I think is mad talented and very uh, approachable in their cuisine and just have fun in the kitchen and, and, and build build a community and have fun with it. That's it. So yeah. for chefs that are were in your position of working restaurants that want to, how do you, how do you get into Top Chef? How does, like what is the advice you give them to let them know? It obviously shows that it's possible now, which obviously yeah. opens the gate to so many more people yeah. trying to become it. How does one get to there? I always say, man, just keep grinding you know never stop learning and really just bet on yourself stay confident nobody you know people told me that i wasn't ready people told me that i wasn't good enough but who are they to say that at the end of the day that's your opinion about me just keep just keep grinding stay confident and believe in what you could do because nobody could tell you nothing Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you gotta have like unwavering confidence and belief in yourself facts yeah you know if you go step on this court make sure you can step on this court and and ball a little bit because if not you just get stomped on and and you know you lose your confidence very easily the keys just kind of stay humble but believe in yourself at all times because nobody could tell you nothing that's what i took away from this whole thing you know people didn't didn't i i, I could guarantee you nobody thought i was gonna win this stuff mm. i could i could almost Bet all the money I have in my account right now, nobody had me winning except my supporters, obviously, my family and all that. But did people actually think that Trey Sanderson was going to be the first black chef to ever win? I don't think anybody had that. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the energy I, I had going into the competition. Like, you know, people are telling me regardless. So I'm going to go out there and play. Ball out. Always. I'm saying it seems like whenever you say that Trace Anderson is Canada's top chef, like it almost doesn't resonate with like you say it and you're it's just like you're wowed by it every single time you've said it so far. I think it's just a big thing, man. Yeah, of course, you know, it's huge. I you're telling me in the last 10 years, I'm gonna be real, I haven't ran a restaurant, I haven't been an executive chef, I never had that opportunity. Mm -hmm. You're telling me. A chef de partie of a restaurant 
is Canada's top chef, and he's black. Let's go. Let's go. Damn, that's the headline itself. What some of the other contestants that were there were they all like head chefs and sous chefs? Yeah, man, these guys are all owners, head chefs, like all the above. You know what I mean? So for me to win that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, ball drop on him. You know? Like, it's crazy. But I, I'm, I'm very happy, man, because I work hard. You know, people know people who know me know how much hours I put into this stuff. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? like Hour, when you say you put hours into this stuff, what exactly does that look like? Yo, walk me through your day. Walk me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess early morning, you know, try to hit the gym. You know, try to stay consistent with it. Um, but, you know, just... You know, reading some books, jotting down some ideas. Oh, I got an idea. I'm going to go to the store real quick. I'm going to try this. You know what I mean? Or, okay, this doesn't work. You know, it's just like, for me, uh, obviously I work still, but like, it's just kind of keeping my juices flowing. You know, for me, I want to really uh, take Jamaican cuisine and bring it to a mission start level. That has never been done before. I was going to ask, is, is yeah. that, I, I'm, I, I'm not fully acquainted with michelin star level mm. restaurants so jamaican cuisine there isn't any there's none okay there's none and you always look at these excuse me you always look at these um you know uh michelin star restaurants or it's like the highest grade rating system you could possibly get for your restaurant so there's one star there's two star there's three star one being okay two being highly recommended three being outstanding um and then you know, you look at those that grading system, you don't see a Caribbean restaurant there. You don't see, but you know that there's some gems in the city, but you're taking it home and you're enjoying it in a styrofoam box. Mm. But why not we bring the, why not bring some of those flavors and some of those ingredients into a soigne um, environment where it's like an experience, where it's like you're, you're taking these classical dishes and, and really elevating it to another level, not just your, your, your Alberts in, in a hole in the wall or you know what I mean? Your 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 dine in store on, on Bloor Street West where you could just okay, I'm about to get me some of this and, and take it home. Mm-hmm. Why not have a Jamaican and Caribbean fine art restaurant? That's like crazy. Classic. You know what I mean? You have to bring your clerks and stuff like that. You know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta dust them clerks off before you enter the building. You know, yeah. something crazy. You know, good vibes, good energy. You walk into some of these restaurants, all you're hearing is this piano playing and chatter. Mm-hmm. Not bust out some dance hall on them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like some whiz kid, some vibes, you know what I'm saying? Like some, cr- like some Toronto has never seen mm-hmm. before. Why not do that? And you want to do it in Toronto? I have to do it in Toronto. Why? Because that's where my, that's where um, I started cooking, and and that's where a lot of my, past, that's where like a lot of my history is, you know. That's where I cooked a lot, and and that's where I kind of started my journey as a chef. So I think it's important for me to start here in Toronto and then see what happens from there. What does Toronto as a whole mean to you? Diversity. It really is. It's really you like know? a melting pot. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what it is. Like, if you say Toronto, but yo, I'm about to give me some Toronto food. You're thinking about Italian. You're thinking about French. You're thinking about anything. Chinese, Japanese, anything. You can get anything from around the world down in Toronto. Like, It's true. It's so diverse and dynamic, so... For me to do something like this in Toronto would be cool. Your Michelin star restaurant, when it opens up, what is going to be the, the you must-have dish? 
The, the one is okay. If you go on the spot, the much, what is it? I don't know yet. Okay. Hey, okay. Stay tuned. We'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned for the invite. Yeah, hey, yeah, we'll be there. Y'all Absolutely. there for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Y'all invited me here. I've been, you know what I mean? <laughs> Keep this relationship going. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So what's, what's next? What's on this agenda of yours? You've been announced as Canada's top chef and you're obviously, you've got, I can see the entrepreneurial yeah. wheels spinning. Yeah. You want to do big things. What's next? What's coming up? Just I'm working on a pop up right now, um, December nineteenth. Um, come out thirty thirty. Um, I don't know if I should say this because no, you're good. You're yeah, because yeah. I don't know when you're airing this, but yeah, it's we're working on a pop up with five uh, black chefs. Um, you know, I kind of handpicked them, and you know, I, these guys are like underground chefs, and we're gonna have a little little tasting menu vibes on, on what's what my vision is as as a, as a chef. So, how do you pick them? Easy, I I I worked with these guys before, and and I and I know oh, that. Oh, guys are okay. It wasn't yeah. like random people. It's like you've worked with them, so you yeah. know how they move. Okay, exactly. So. Where's the pop up? Dundas Street West Junction area. Okay, Junction. Yeah. So if you weren't cooking, if you weren't a chef, what else would you be doing? <laughs> I don't know, but um, I had a weird thought when I was a kid about that. I'm like, what would I be? What am I gonna be when I grow up? For some reason, I was thinking about being a boxer or something like that. Yeah. Boxing man out, you know? But, <laughs> <laughs> um, or a soccer player. I wanted to be a baller at one point. Um, something athletic. Yeah, like Why? I don't really know. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. It was just kind of, for me, I it was just one dish I made. I can't remember. I wish I did. Um, I made it once. I'm like, yeah, I'm a chef still. And so was, there was this one dish yeah. that once you made it, you knew this is your calling. Yeah. Yeah. literally literally i just don't remember what it is it's been so long ago but i remember being something about chicken it was like soy sauce or <laughs> i don't even know what it was but it was it was so good and i was like yeah i'm a chef still who are your mentors like who do you who do you look up to whether it's in the culinary industry or even just in any other industry but yeah. someone that you 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 try to learn from um I don't, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, I don't really have a lot of mentors, but I'm just going to say, like, my mom, for sure, uh, my girlfriend, she she keeps me in line, and, and she kind of, I look up to her, and she's she holds me grounded, and she, she, she carries herself really well. What What's your mom taught you? Stay grounded at all times, but be hungry. Don't, don't ever let anybody, like I said, like I've been saying, don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, being black has is, is never been easy for me, especially in this industry. How many people can you see of my color and say that he's the executive chef? Mm. With braids? <laughs> you, there's not a lot of that. You know what I mean? So that's why this one was so, so important for me. And, um, yeah. Do you think that's because the industry is just not where it needs to be? Yeah. Or is it because there's just not enough young men who are entering that space in general like is it the industry or is it just lack of interest i think it might be lack of interest as well or the industry it could be a little bit of both you know what i mean and how do you fix the lack of interest part is it seeing essentially more people like you getting to that level i think just kind of seeing this win seeing myself that probably doesn't look like a chef for most win might 
gain some interest for the youth and stuff like that and be like wow man being a chef is kind of cool or something like that you know i i, I don't know how how it was to kind of um game that interest because like for me i just loved it you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's either you love it or you hate it always yeah i think it really i really love the fact that you weren't like a chef because it opens up the door for so many people exactly. and a lot of buddies mine yeah. who've been chefs and not but it's also so since you got to here mm-hmm. without being a chef do you now do you want to go be a chef and now it's like i don't need not that i don't need to but like i don't need to take that route because you had chef devon and he mm-hmm. he's not a chef either. he's more of a just like tv and, mm-hmm. and uh presenting food so would you want to do like a yeah. tv show is that an yeah. option you ever thought of or like because there's different obviously different avenues yeah that opens up now right yeah. you had who did the the cutting too right wallace wallace yeah. six pack right? chef, yeah. six pack chef, six pack chef. Cutting, yeah. yeah actually just funny i texted him the other day i saw uh, i was scrolling on on instagram and then i got an ad for skip the dishes that he's doing something with yeah and i was just like that's pretty dope and he's not a i don't know if you call him a traditional chef but like he's opening up his own spot as well in New York. But yeah. There's so many like, different avenues. So it's like, do you want to still do that chef route or now it's kind of changed now? Yeah, it changed a little bit. I think being a chef is just being a chef. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. But if I could do some, some, like a different things that could kind of help others in yeah. different ways, that's what I'm looking more into. Like, like a workshop I mean? or like a... Yeah, a workshop, you know, sp- um, you know, just kind of, I don't know. Like I, I just... I feel Any like community work. Yeah, like definitely community mm-hmm. work, tapping in with some schools and stuff like that. I feel like yeah, like people get like when they're when you're young, you know, you could find yourself in trouble very easily. So, yeah. um, just kind of try to stay, stay kind of with the community and kind of help where I can. You know, I think that's very important. Is there something specific in the community that you would want to do? Um, I think I'm still figuring that out, but just kind of just. You know, bringing people together, um, like holiday things, like, you know, giving out food for the people who are not like, um, don't have the money to, or even just gifts and stuff like that to kind of support for their their, um, family and all that stuff. Well, it's just like kind of community and charity work, maybe uh, I would be really interested in in doing for sure. It's very important to kind of give back. Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So what's the, I guess, the next step from from here? Like, is there anything that you do with Canada's Top Chef? Like, does that relationship continue? Like the network? With the network? With the network, yeah. Like yeah, with the food I, network or with, like, the, the show itself? Like, what does that relationship look like going forward? Yeah, like, I would love to be back on the show as a judge or something like that. That would be cool as hell. Um, try some of these foods and... and, and trying to get my opinion in there my two cents <laughs> um but yeah i don't know just kind of keeping that relationship uh, active and, and tight nice yeah nice well man listen this was uh this is a pretty cool like for uh, it's got to be such an honor to to win that on the 10 year as well don't we make like another, to break I, that barrier yeah. too don't even start another season after me <laughs> i already broke the barriers yeah. <laughs> no, you guys, oh, yeah. you guys get invited back to, like, do they have like a top chef, like the the last ten chefs face each other? Ooh, off that would or be something? cool. Or is that like a thing that they do? Or Yo, I, I, I don't network. You listening? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool if we had like an all winners thing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm there first. You already know me on time. Yeah, but if that's happening, I, I'll definitely sign myself up and, and I'll compete against some winners for sure. That would be really cool. Yeah. Right. What's the walk me through the 
pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen these episodes where it's like go and <laughs> you know go and pick out a bunch <laughs> of ingredients and make something. Yeah, right. But like yeah. Oh, it's, wow. Walk me through how that works. What's going through your brain? Yeah. How do you even like? You're just picking random things and going ham. Yeah, <laughs> you got 20 minutes to do. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. But um, I don't know. Like I think it's just like the adrenaline that just keeps going. Like you have to think very quickly. Yeah. And I've done that a lot in my past. Like I could adapt to t- different situations. So I feel like that's why why I did well because I was just kind of experienced, even though I wasn't like the chef or owner or whatever the case is. But I just adapt and, and thought really quickly on my feet because like i said i'm always experimenting different things so when it said when they said go i'm like okay let's go go on what <laughs> like i'm ready so yeah i was just kind of i don't know experimenting a lot and, and trying to kind of stay within my book like my range you know what yeah. i mean so and is there anything that you learned from those pressured moments like a lesson that you can now apply or you mm-hmm. can even share with you know maybe the next contestants um i'm a uh, contestant for the next season yeah you're there what <laughs> advice you giving me <laughs> um just keep I, I mean like i feel like sometimes these shows like they're a challenge for a reason they challenge you um so if you're gonna try to do something make sure you, you know how to do it like correctly and I just don't try this is not a show to experiment your newest idea and you had in your head like it may or may not work but just like kind of stay kind of what you know in your lane but amplify a bit like adapt adapt in certain situations and also just kind of stay you know hungry and just like keep pushing man keep keep pushing never slow down so the moment you slow down it shows in the work Hmm. so yep so just keep pushing i guess (laughs) i don't really know man everyone's different i'm just like i'm just so hungry like when i got on the show and they said i was i was in i'm like how does that process work like you submit an application yeah so there's a long long ass application you gotta like answer a bunch of questions and then after that you have an interview with like a producer and then after that it's like a they have to like shoot like a at-home cooking video on a dish and stuff like that and it's kind of so what made you a non-chef decide to apply for top chef i don't know i won't consider myself a non-chef okay but um what i meant by that is what makes you a person who was not in a chef position okay yeah apply for top chef i have a lot to prove man being doubted my whole career mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i may have like an attitude sometimes or whatever the case may be however people want to look at me i don't care but for me was to prove myself that i could do it and that i am a top chef you guys are just missing out you know what I mean? That's my attitude behind it. Like, it's just like, I've been in the shadow for so long. Like, so long. I want to showcase what I could do on a national level. You yeah. know what I mean? So that was like my, when I seen that they were casting, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I'm in. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm applying immediately. Like, I'm not wasting my opportunity on this. This is, this is, this is, this is gold. I, I need to grab it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Buddy, thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Thank this you, is bro, sick. Man, it was good, man. Appreciate yeah. appreciate you coming in, man. It was good. Make sure everybody like, you know, like, subscribe. Yes, sir. Where Show this guy some love. Where do they, where some, do they find love. you? What yeah. is? You can find me at Trey T R E period Sanderson, um, on Instagram, um, and just you know follow the journey. 
Um, and, and yeah. It's awesome, man. Top chef. To come. Top Ed chef. Chef Sense. If chef you Sanderson. haven't seen that this chef season, Anderson. If you haven't seen this season, make sure you uh, subscribe to Stack TV and binge this shit out of that. Because it's a, <laughs> it's a, what a time to be alive, and yeah. And binge the shit so, out of this episode. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you for coming. Awesome, on, brother. Man. We appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. <laughs> Bless. Appreciate it. Pancho, thank you very much, sir. Pancho. Everyone, we appreciate you. Thank you very much.